Welcome to the LifeGate Podcast. Our vision is to create moments that change lives. We pray that these weekly messages will be a moment in your day that leads to a change in your life. For more information, visit us online at LifeGateBurleson.com. Well, good morning, LifeGate. How we doing? Man, you guys are looking good this morning, and isn't it awesome to be in God's house worshiping together? Come on, with our church family, there really is nothing like it, and we're thrilled that you are here, thrilled for those that are joining us online as well. And isn't it incredible to hear stories of what God is doing, not just right here, but through us, what God is doing even in Africa? Come on, isn't that awesome? Our friend, Pastor Randy Freeman, sharing with us all the things that are happening there in Durban, South Africa. Africa, that even in the middle of a pandemic, churches are still being planted and those churches that we are planting are still growing and God is still doing incredible things. And that is because of you and because of me and because of people who have decided to go all in to do what God has called us to do. In fact, that's what we've been talking about over this last few weeks and we're going to continue today because we're in our 2020 all in campaign. In fact, this is really a part of who we are. It's like our culture is one of our core values that we are a people who go all in. So everybody put your hand over your heart like this and say, I go all in. Come on. Look at your neighbor. Tell them we go all in. Come on. We go all in. In fact, this is what God has called us to do. It's really who we are, who he's called us to be is a people who would say, man, we're going to love God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, with all our strength, with everything that we have. We are a people who are all in for all that God has called us to do. We are called to live an all in kind of life. In fact, it really kind of leads me to this passage that I want us to look at today. So if you have your Bibles, Go ahead and open them up to Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. It's on your LifeGate app there as well if you want to follow along there or on the screen. And I want you to see what Paul says about living this all-in kind of a lifestyle. Check it out in Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1. It says, so brothers and sisters, since God has shown us such great mercy, I beg you to what? Everybody say these words out loud. To offer your lives as a living sacrifice, uh, sacrifice to him. Your offering must be only for God and pleasing to him, which is the spiritual way for you to worship. Do not be shaped by this world, but instead be changed by a what? By a new way of thinking. And then you will be able to decide what God wants for you. Here's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, hey, when you think about what God has done for you, man, in view of his incredible mercy, all that he has given for you, that God gave his best, his only son. When you think about what God has done for you, there is really only one reasonable way to respond to that, and that is to offer your lives to give back to God everything that you have. Now, there is a word for this that is actually a word that we're kind of familiar with, especially in this season, in this time of year, and that word is gratitude. So everybody say gratitude. Gratitude. When Paul is saying, hey, in view of God's mercy for you, now then offer back your life to God, there's actually, it's really a form of gratitude, of being 
thankful. Now, of course, this coming week, we're going to practice that a little bit with Thanksgiving. In fact, how many of you, help me out, how many of you are excited about Thanksgiving? Come on, raise your hand all over the room. In fact, I need, I need a little bit of help. I need some people on my team here. How many, how many Team Pumpkin Pie people we got now? Come on, all the Team Pumpkin, Team Pumpkin. All right, all right, put your hand down. How many, how many Team Pecan Pies we got now? All right, there will be an altar call at the end of the service for everyone on Team Pecan, and you can get saved, right? Come on, pumpkin all the way, right, right, right. And and here's the thing, like, when we eat that pumpkin pie, and we we have that maybe pecan pie for all you sinners out there, whatever, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing this week? Here's what we're doing, is we're practicing gratitude, being thankful in view of God's great mercy, because of what he has done for us, there's really one way to respond. In gratitude, we respond by offering our lives, by going all in to say, God, I'm going to give back to you everything that I have. And man, there are some incredible benefits to this kind of lifestyle, to this kind of living. In fact, I was, I've been recently talking to one of my friends about this idea of gratitude and how incredibly beneficial it is for those who are receiving it as well as for those who are giving it. And so I was talking to Peter about this and Peter's not just my friend, actually Peter is my counselor, okay? So I pay him to be my friend, you know what I'm saying? And so actually he'd be my friend even if I didn't pay him. But but we've been talking about this idea of gratitude and some of you are like pastor you have a you have a counselor like I knew you were out there but like you've really lost it now and the truth is yes I'm really out there but that's not why I have a counselor actually I have a counselor because he helps me it's like it's like this you know what a counselor is like a counselor is kind of like a professional burden bearer you know it's someone that you can just go and you can lay it all out there for and and the truth is like I see it as having a counselor is like having a having a coach to just help you through stuff it's like if I wanted to be financially healthy I would hire a financial advisor right if I want to be physically healthy then I might hire a nutritionist or I might hire a you know a personal trainer or something like that and so this past year I decided I wanted to be mentally healthy I mean and it was a good year to decide to do that right and so I started going and working with my counselor Peter and through this working together this year, he has helped me to really understand some things about gratitude and about grief and about some of the things that have been happening in our lives this year that he's helped me to process through. And it really goes along with what Paul is saying in this passage that when we think about how grateful we are for what God has done, our response will be to then offer our lives. But then Paul says, this is how it has to happen in order for this to happen you have to be able to change the way that you are thinking you have to renew your mind and that's what a counselor helps us to do is to think differently and he's helped me to think differently about some things and so I wanted to express some of those things to you today as we talked about gratitude but then I thought you know why would I try to tell you all the stuff that Peter has been trying to teach me and that I've been learning he just lived not far from here why don't we just bring him here so that he can share with you some of the things that I've been learning so that you can learn them too and we can all have the benefit of it together so today what I want you to do is give a huge LifeGate welcome to our friend, my counselor. Come on, Peter Pinion! Oh man, 
love it, man. Can I do that? Uh, Yeah, come on, do a little robot there. Hey, I'm so glad you're here today. And before we get into it, we got to settle it here. You know, like, are you team pumpkin or team pecan? I just got to know. Okay, you know, I'm a counselor, so you guys are going to totally judge me. But I'm both, okay? Both? Yeah. So I got, I got, I got you know, pumpkin on the front, pecan on the back, on my jersey. There so you, I, I'm, I'm repping both sides. Do we have anybody, yeah, like anybody that's half. both, a little bit, a little yeah. bit? See, those are my people. My mama was the, the mama that would mix all the cereals together. As soon as there was just a little bit, she put them all together. And I'd get really desperate, and so I started just liking a lot of stuff mixed. Just like it all. I like it all. Did you ever do that when you were a kid, when you go to get a soda, and you just get, like, all the sodas in yes. there together? Yeah. Yes. That's gross. At Taco Bell. <laughs> At Taco yeah. Bell. So I don't know if it was the tacos that made everything happen after that, or if it was the mixing all the sodas. The mixing all the drinks. All right. We're not going to go there just, too far. Woo! But here's the deal. Like, uh, Amber and I, Amber's a pecan, I'm pumpkin, and so that's another reason we have to go to counseling. Yeah, so. that's important. <laughs> It's important. It tells us a lot about your marriage right there. There you go. Well, hey, I'm so glad you're here today. Why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about yourself, and then let's talk a little bit about gratitude and, and the effect it has on our lives. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Aren't you, don't you guys love this team? I mean, every, everybody was so wonderful from the parking team all the way. I've just felt so loved. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, so I've been doing this counseling thing for a, a little over 10 years now. Uh, and I, it's all been in Waxahachie. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, uh, but I, it's, been, it's been really fun to walk with people in this way. Uh, and, and I just get to share what God is teaching me with, with, with my people. I call the people that God puts in my office, they're, they're my people. Uh, and so by proxy, you guys are my people too. I get to, I get to love you. I get to pray for you. Uh, and probably the two biggest things that you should know about me is I'm married to Lindsay and I have four kids. Four I mean, that kids. Is the, that is the blessing of my life, to get to hang out with those people. So you're tired. Man. Oh, yes. Yeah, people always, Tell us the age people, of your people, kids. People yeah. come in, into the office and they're like, uh, Peter, man, uh, you look tired. I'm like, no, 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 I am. It's not just looks. I don't, you know, just put like coal under my eyes. I mean, I am, I'm losing sleep right now. Uh, I got Paxton. He's six. Pierce is almost five. Leela is three. And then Pace, the crescendo, the finito. Uh, he is almost two. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Like I was sure too. Uh, I was only going to have two and now I have a third. No, no. So, so we won't get into all the details, <laughs> but the Lord is done. The Lord has his, we, we, that's enough. Amen. You know, no more Amen. seconds. Well, you yeah. have a beautiful family. Oh, I know. And man. you've helped me Easton's so wonderful. much. Yes. You've, you've helped me so much over this last year and processing through some of the things. And one of the things that we have talked about is just this idea of gratitude and how it's beneficial to those that are receiving it and to ourselves as well. And so I thought since we're going to Thanksgiving, have you talked to us a little bit about some of the things that we've learned together, some of the things you've taught me. And so let's just start with, I mean, we gotta get a good baseline definition. What is gratitude? I I think I I try to, to kind of think about this and every time we have a conversation like this, it helps it to go deeper. And so I think we got to start by, by thinking about it as a skill of recognizing. So it's a skill of recognizing and expressing thankfulness for something that you have now or have had in the past. So let's look at that again. A skill of recognizing and expressing thankfulness for something that you have now or have had in the past. And so thankfulness is just you just, you just experience thankfulness. There's a lot of things that you are thankful for that you have not expressed gratitude for. When my wife left me with the kids for the first time, she went with 
She went on a weekend away with her friends. I mean, I felt like, oh man, it was, it was bad. I didn't know where anything was. And you better believe I was, you know, they say you don't know what you have until you lose it. Yeah. That was, that, I was in that for a whole weekend, but God was gracious and we made it. And all the kids, I think most of them They're survived. Still alive. Yeah, most yeah. of them are still there. And, uh, but when she came back, I not only had thankfulness, but I expressed gratitude. That's so good. I had, to, I had to get it out. I said, baby, I'm so glad you're here. Please never leave us. Yeah. So that's key. I mean, to me, that was the key thing is the expression part, because it's one thing to have thankfulness here and be thankful for something, but it doesn't become gratitude and you really don't get the benefit of it until you actually express it, until it comes out in the things that you say, in the things that you do. And it's that expression of gratitude that actually makes the thankfulness actually bring benefit to others and to ourselves. And then you said, though, that it's a skill. Yes. It's a skill. So it's, like, a, it's a skill. So because it's a skill, there are some of your personalities that it just comes a little bit more natural. Okay. It's just a little bit more natural for you. And some of us, some of the rest of us, is not so natural. Yeah. It's not so natural. So if, if it's a skill that you naturally have, then it's more of a strength. You know, it's more of a strength. And, and if it's, you're the rest of us, like we had to develop that. We have to practice it. We got to get better at it. So just because your personality is a certain way, that doesn't mean that you can't receive the benefits of gratitude. Yeah. yeah. So I want to get into the skill in just a minute and how we develop that. But before we do that, let's talk about like, what are the benefits of gratitude? I've said that a couple of times already, but some people may be going like, what are, like, are there mental health benefits? Are there physical health? What kind of benefits happen when I learn to express gratitude? Yeah, that, I think that's a good, it's a good way for us to think about this. And so it helps all the major areas of life. So let's just, let's just think about the body for a second, okay? It reduces stress. So that's huge for us. And, and, and this is what they did. Robert Emmons is one of my mentors in gratitude. So if you want to look him up, he's got some great books and articles you can check out and, and, and fact check me on what I'm saying. But it, it, he, he did a study with some people and he had them for three weeks. All they did was write down every day what they were grateful for. And that's how they figured out. And, and there's been other repeatable studies that found out that it reduces stress. And because it reduces stress, it also boosts your immune system. Okay, we need that in yeah. this time. We need our immune system to be strong. So it boosts our immune system. And then it also allows us to experience positive emotion. You know, like we said, it's, it's recognizing. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize. And so when, when you are looking for certain things, you focus on it until you find it. And so if you're looking for things to be thankful for and express gratitude about, you'll find them. Yeah, I mean, and in, these, in this world, it's not really hard to find negative things right now. I mean, and they're everywhere. And so if that's what we're looking for, that's what we're going to find. And then if you're looking for the negative, then you're going to be feeling negative emotions. Yes. But if you can flip that and you can start to look for positive things and start looking for things that you are grateful for, then that starts to affect your emotions as well. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly, it's exactly right because our thoughts are pushing our emotional buttons. So whatever you're thinking about is they're just pushing all those buttons. So the, the, the way that you're perceiving things, and this is what's really important for us to get today, is that gratitude is not about positivity. Yeah. It's not about just being more positive. It's about living in the truth. So gratitude grounds us. It grounds us in the truth of what we have or what we've had. It's just acknowledging those things. That's what's so, that's what's so helpful about it. It's, it's not just, hey, you know what? Don't talk about the negative. Just be positive. 
It's not that. Because you can do that outside of these walls. But mm-hmm. when we come together in the, in the church, we're focused in being transformed by truth. It's good. And so gratitude helps us, to, it helps us to see the truth of what is actually there. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump ahead just for a, for a minute and then we'll come back. But, you know, something that you and I processed here recently even is the idea that maybe sometimes before you can really get to a place of gratitude, like really something... I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this before, but it's like, I'm trying to be grateful. Yeah. I want to be grateful. I know it's a benefit. I know it's good for me, but I look around at things that are happening in my life and it's difficult to actually get to a place of gratitude. Anybody ever felt that way before? And so we were processing this even just like last week, even talking about this idea of grief and gratitude can kind of coexist and that this year there's been so many losses that have happened this year. Like I was just sharing with you and if it's okay, I'm not going to like open up my whole thing and just everything we talked about. But one of the things that has been difficult for me this year is that, you know, uh, half of the church that I used to see every single Sunday still hasn't come back to church in the building. And I don't, I don't see my friends that I love so much. Some that I know are online and I'm so thankful for you that you're online. Some that I've reached out to and said, yeah, we're still here, we're online, we'll be back eventually, but we're still there. But then some that I haven't heard from since March. Some that I haven't seen since March. Some that I don't, I don't know, are they going to come back or not? And that's, I mean, that's a loss for me and it's difficult. And so I grieve over that. I, I think about that. Uh, I have dreams that we have for the church. I mean, uh, a year ago, March, we finished this building and we thought, like I thought in my mind, hey, we get that building because we were doing three services over there and growing every single month and we get in this building, we're just gonna continue to grow and dreams that I had for the church are gonna happen and we get in here and that did happen and new people start becoming a part of the, continue to become part of the church but then less than a year even being in this building and we gotta close it down. And I spent all this time building this building and now we can't even use it. And then not only that, but last year at this time when we were doing our all-in campaign, like our goal was in the next five years, double our impact. Well, then we jump into 2020 and we didn't start doubling it. We actually cut it in half is what it felt like. And so I'm going, Peter, like I don't, I'm trying to be optimistic and think that it's going to get better. And I'm the leader of the church. So I got to like be up there and it's all in. And so I got to go, everybody is going to be so good. But I'm going like, I don't. I don't really feel that hopeful or optimistic myself. And Peter, you talked to me about how, you know, before you can really experience gratitude and especially before you can really experience optimism and hope, you have to go through a process of grieving. Talk to us about that a little bit. I think God built us. God built us with a system that can't be fooled. We don't want to be deceived. And so if, if, if people are saying, hey, you know what, just be positive and, and, and you know what, it's going to get better. And, and they're saying these things, our minds and brains and hearts are like, I don't know. I don't know. There's, 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 something, there's something there. And so God has designed us, and it talks about this in the Bible. Even if we read further in that chapter, it says that we should mourn with those who mourn, in verse 15, and rejoice with those who rejoice. So it, 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 even God is with us. He's encouraging us to mourn when there is a loss, when we, can, when we can do that and we can grieve because gratitude is that next step because we can be grateful for what we have and what we had. And that is what is so key for us because even having a chance to grieve 
is a blessing because that means you actually had something in the first place. Wow. There yeah. are people that never even had the thing that you lost. We've lost thousands of dollars since all this happened because I own a small business. But I had those thousands of dollars to have. Yeah. And yeah. I'm grateful for that. I, I, but I can grieve. I can grieve what we've lost. But I can also be grateful for that. And I mean, think about it. If I lost 50% of my own kids, I'm not going to be like, well, I still have two. No. No, you wouldn't say that. You know what? Be positive. At least you still have two, Peter. No, you would walk with me through the grief. And then as soon as we're grieving, you'd say, you know what? I'm so glad that you have your other two kids too. Mm-hmm. So we can grieve, and that's what you're experiencing. That's what you're experiencing is you miss your friends too. It is hard. It's discouraging for all of us. I mean, in your church is not, it's not unique. There's a, a, the body of Christ is missing almost half of it right now in person. So we just don't know. Yeah. We're not saying people aren't saved. We're not saying people aren't loving Jesus anymore. But we just don't know. And the Bible talks about that a shepherd, a good shepherd, will go leave if there's just one. So 50%, man, it makes us want to just go, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Yeah. So we need to grieve. One of the things that you helped me, just a very practical thing you helped us with, and then we went through it with our staff as well, is what we call the loss list. Yeah. And so we would just get our phone or a piece of paper or something like that and just, just write down, like, what are the things that you feel like in this season that you have lost. And so I put in there things and, you know, I know sometimes it can feel very first world, you know, cause there are so many people who have uh, other struggles that are so far worse than ours. But if you lost something, it's a loss. And even things like, you know, hey, we had this thing planned for this year and we were gonna go on this trip and we didn't get to go. Or like Amber and I were supposed to go in October to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, come on, right? And we didn't get to go because of COVID. There are things that my daughter's, you know, my daughter's a senior in high school, things that she didn't get to experience this year because of COVID. There are things, some of you have lost a job or you've lost relationships or you've lost. And so what we did was you just, we just write them down. What are those things? Write them down. And then just be willing to say, okay, I'm thankful that I had those. And then give those things over to God. And I'm just telling you, like I would encourage y'all to do that as well. It was so helpful to us. And I've had to do it more than once. Sit down and go, these are the things that I felt like, man, I'm sad. I'm grieving that this is gone. I'm writing that down. And then, but then I'm giving it over to God and saying, God, I'm giving you, giving that to you. And then when I did that, it was like suddenly it released this opportunity to be able to be, well, you know what? I'm thankful for what I do have. I'm thankful for the time that I did have. I'm thankful for the things that God has blessed me with now. And, and that, that's why it honors God. It honors God because we're recognizing that God, he is in the past, he's in the present, and he's in the future. And so when we can be grateful about something that we had that we don't have anymore, we are still honoring his generosity in the first place. And one of the benefits that we see in gratitude is, is that it, it, it strengthens our relationships. I mean, think about it. Some of you that are parents or some of you that, that may, maybe you gave somebody something and you were generous and they weren't grateful, it was hard for you to plan on being generous again, yeah. right? Because if, if you're generous and you're giving them something and they don't show gratitude, but what the opposite is true. If you're generous and they show gratitude, 
I promise you, your brain and mind already start thinking, man, what else could I give him? What else could I give him? And so when we look at Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, it's talking about God gave everything in his son, Jesus. Jesus represented everything. And so when we recognize that sometimes the, we don't grieve because we get so upset and are like, God, you took it away. I can't believe you. How could you do that to me? You, you never give me what I deserve. And what gratitude does is it says, man, it's in view of God's mercy. If God gave me what I deserved, I would be in hell right now. Yeah. So I don't want him to give me what I deserve. It's in view of his mercy, he gave me Jesus, and now I have Jesus, and then now I don't have to go to a cross. I just have to live as a living sacrifice for him. So this is, the, this is the root of gratitude, of being able to say, man, Jesus has given everything for me, and I'm giving. The, the, only, the thing that he wants me to be generous with is right here, yeah. all in. Going, going all in for Jesus and giving him that, it's huge. And then when we do that, what's that do? It makes God want to give wants more to, be to us. Yeah, and yeah. it's a cyclical, cyclical thing. It's a beautiful so, cycle. If, so if you can make a loss list, yeah. can you also make a gratitude list? Yeah, that's, that's the research. That is this, that's the simple benefit. If you want the benefits, and you'll see, I mean, there's, there's more than we can cover right now. There's benefits of practicing gratitude. And, and the best way to do it is either to do it, if you're more of a mental person, just make a gratitude list in your head. If you're more of a written person, then you might want to actually make that list too. And like on your iPad or phone or whatever it is, piece of paper, some people do it on their, on their mirror because you can write with a dry erase marker, a, a note card, a sticky note. But basically do something to remind yourself to be grat- uh, grateful every day and express that. Express that. And if it's to God, express it to him. If it's to someone else, express it to him. If it's you made a good choice for yourself, express it to yourself. I mean, God works in that. And so it, it doesn't take a lot. Some of you are more verbal, and it might just be verbally processing that. Uh, and you might look a little crazy as you're driving to work, but you might say those things. Or maybe at the end of the day, you're saying, man, I'm so glad that I was able to do this and do that, and that God gave me strength for this and that. That's good. So could we practice that right now? Let's Who would it. like to practice that right now? Everybody get your phone out, get a piece of paper, get something that you can write with, and we're going to practice it. We're going to do, we're going to give 30 seconds to write down as many things as we can write down that we are grateful for right now. Do we have a thing up there? I think they've got a a timer there for us. 30 seconds of gratitude. Are you ready? On your mark, get set, go. How'd you do? How'd you do? How many got, how many got uh, three, at least three things? How many, got, how many got five things? How many got more than five things? Bunch of overachievers out there, I'm telling you. What'd you write down, Peter? Just give me a couple things you wrote down. Can't give you all of them. One was we had some really good chicken last night. Uh, so <laughs> that just, it just came to my head. And that's the way that I do this. Right. Whatever pops up. Um, 
Uh, Lindsay loves Christmas lights, and I'm scared of heights. And so for the, our marriage, the first year, I paid someone way too much money to put up Christmas lights because I was scared yeah. to get on my roof. Uh, but yesterday, by the glory of God, I got up on my roof and I put my lights up. No fear in Jesus' yeah. name. Yeah. Amen. Well, there, there was fear. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I didn't but let you it overcame me. your fear. I didn't let it control go. me. <laughs> so I put up my Christmas lights. Um, and luckily, I know that Lindsay loves me, so she wasn't after the life insurance policy. Um, and so I got them all up and everything worked. And so I like I'm it. super grateful for that. I like that. it. That's good. I noticed you didn't say you're thankful for me. I put on here my oh. first thing was I'm thankful for Peter. Oh, man. I love Peter. <laughs> I am thankful for you. I really am. Because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. That's right. That's right. I put on here I'm thankful for golf. Come on. Yeah. Thankful for pumpkin pie. All right. Thankful for my family and for our church. And, you know, we all smiled during that time, didn't we? Yeah. And why is that? That's the benefits. Yes. That's what we're talking about. So and I think, man, sometimes it's just a matter of just going, hey, I'm going to write down the things that I've lost and I'm going to give those to God, but then I'm going to remember the things that, that I have. And then out of that then flows this heart of generosity. In fact, just last question, like how do, how do generosity and gratitude, how do those two things kind of go hand in hand? I think we, we want to live in generosity. I mean, God tells us that he wants us to be like him. And he is a generous God. And we build up our faith. When we start to see what God has given us, that makes us overflow. We want to give of that. You know, when, when I don't know how much money's in my bank account, it's hard for me to be generous. But when I know what God has given me, then I'm able to say, well, I can, I can afford this. Or I, I, can, I want to invest in that. You know, I remember... Um, when, I was, when I was younger, my dad would take me out to lunch. We'd go to McDonald's, and he'd buy me a, a drink and a, a burger and fries. And, and I'd be like, Dad, do you, you know, what do you want? And he's like, I just want a burger and a cup of water. You know, he's one of those guys. You know, you know guys like that. And, uh, and I would get really upset because I knew what he was doing. Because once we sat down, he'd start, you know, eating some of my fries. <laughs> like, I just want, I'm like, Dad, you could have got your own. You could have got your own. Why, why are you eating my fries? And he looked at me one time, and he you know, put up with a lot, but he looked at me and said, Peter, do you know that I buy you every single meal, every single day since you were born? And I was like, whoa, that's, that's true. He's like, and all I want is a few fries. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, Dad, you can, you can have those. And now we go to lunch, and I'm like, Dad, you want, you want my, all my fries? He still pays. He's, st he's, a, he's a generous He's a generous man. And I want to be like my earthly father, but I want to be like my heavenly father. I want to be generous like that. And when we, when we give to God, we're being like him. He's able to look at us and be like, yeah, they're yeah. like me. It's good. They, they get it. They understand that, that my dad gave me everything. And so giving him fries back, man, that's, 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 that's nothing compared to all that he's given me. And if I could share... One quick story. Yeah. I know we didn't yeah. talk about me share, sharing this, but um, man, the, the hardest time of, of grief and gratitude was uh, back in, in 2018. This was our, our second all-in campaign at our church. And the first one, God called me to start my own company and, and to, to start as a counselor and start working with pastors in the community. And a big step, and it was awesome. And man, God really blessed us. And 
we were able to buy a new SUV, for, uh, not new, but newly used for my wife, and we paid it off, and God blessed us, and this was great. And so 2018 comes around, and Pastor Scott invites us over, uh, you know, to talk about the vision for the next year, and we, you know, we know that that's going to be when we're going to talk about how much God's told us to give for all in, and we were, we were uh, trying to get as excited as possible for that, and on the way to Pastor Scott's house, we were two minutes away, just crossing one major street, and two SUVs collided with each other, and then both of them hit me and my wife and totaled our SUV. Now, Dave Ramsey would have been proud of us because we had paid it off, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but I wasn't in a position to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And I, I, was, I was mad. I wasn't, even, I wasn't even wanting to grieve. I was just mad at that girl. And I'd love to say that I was, you know, this counselor and I was like, I'm going to go minister to the people and I'm going to go pastor the people that are involved in this. No, but I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I was, I was mad. I, there was so much emotion there. I'm like, and, and, you know, we, we, we talk about this because I was about to go talk about being generous mm-hmm. and having something to grieve almost canceled out my generosity. Wow. Wow, it, almost, it almost canceled out what I wanted to do. I'm like, God, if this is how you're going to treat me, you're going to take away the SUV mm-hmm. that I worked for with the practice that you gave me, yeah. with the idea that you gave me, with the skill set yeah. that you gave me. No, I wasn't thinking that way. I'm like, this is, uh, we worked hard for this. Lindsay wasn't thinking that way. It was all me. Just, But I, I realized that the enemy was trying to, to get the blessings away from me too. God, yeah. God had something to give me and it was so much more than an SUV because I felt like not, not, not giving anything to all, I wanted to give zero. I was like, you know what? Church will be lucky if I throw a five in there. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how much woundedness was in my heart. But I'll tell you what, the benefits since 2018 of, of me going to counseling and me going to, to physical therapy and learning how to get back into to shape after all those physical hurts and, and emotional hurts and PTSD and depression and anxiety and panic attacks. Man, I'm so much better on the other side. Mm-hmm. But I had to grieve. And once I was able to grieve, that's when I started to express gratitude. And you know what? We still gave our commitment to all in. And, and I, I'm not one of those preachers that's going to be like, yeah, well, if you give God $100, well, he gives you 1000 Because it's not even, you can't even calculate how God blesses you. Because it's not dollar for dollar. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, it is you, you are obedient and he blesses you exponentially. I mean, with my family, with my, the, the courage, all of the things that he's blessed us with in this year, we, we're reaping the obedience from way back then. That's good. You know, and it would have been really easy for you to say, hey, man, you know, I gave last year more than we ever gave before, and now I lost my car, and, and I'm not going to give anything. And for some of us, that could be really easy to do that this year and go, hey, you know, last year we gave to All In, this year is 2020 and all of this stuff. And pastor, why are you even talking about giving in the middle of a pandemic and all the things that are happening this year? But here's the truth is it's not about giving. What it's about is about gratitude. When God has my heart and when I recognize what he has done for me, 
Like I can't help but then just be, I wanna give back to him. And so that's why we've just challenged everybody this year to just go all in and just say, God, I'm gonna love you with all my heart. That's been, that's the layout for the all in series is just all my heart. Like, what does that mean? Well, one of the ways we know that God has our heart is if he has our finances, if we have invested financially in his kingdom, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be also. And so that's why this year we just challenge everybody. The, the goal is just, just take a step towards generosity. Wherever you're at. If you're not giving anything, just start giving something. If you're giving something, just start giving something on a regular basis. Go online and make it like a recurring gift. If you're doing something on a regular basis, step up to be a tither. Be that 10%, you know, and if you're already a tither, doesn't let you off the hook. Let's say, hey, we're going to do 11% or 12% or 15% or whatever God would put on our heart to say, God, you have all my heart. But then not just that, you have all my mind that I'm not just going to go by what I understand in my own mind, but I'm gonna take steps of faith. That's our goal this year is that every person would just be taking a step of faith, whatever that might be, towards something that doesn't make sense necessarily in our minds. One way that you could do that is by inviting someone to our Christmas service just a few weeks from today. Or we got some ex- exciting stuff I shared with you last, you know, last week we got Santa and we've got, you know, reindeer and the sleigh and we got real snow y'all for that Sunday. It's gonna be an awesome day and an opportunity for you to invite someone. And so a step of faith might just be, hey, I'm gonna invite a neighbor or a family member or someone to be there with me. And then I'm gonna go with, with not just all my heart and all my mind, but all my strength saying, God, I'm willing to serve, I'm willing to give. And that's, that's one of the things that we're challenging everybody to do, find somewhere to serve, whether it be serving on a life team, whether it be serving through the Christmas Express that we're doing for uh, families in the community this year, or serving at our, at our uh, Christmas service, that we will all just say, you know what? In view of God's mercy, because of what he has done for me, even though this may not have been the best year ever, here's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say, you know what, God has blessed me with some great things and out of gratitude for that, that I'm now going to offer my life back to him. So here's what I want us to do. I want us to stand all over the room. While you're standing, can we just tell Peter, thank you for being with us today. Awesome job. While you're standing, I want you to just bow your heads and close your eyes all over the room here today. Those of you that are online, as well, just joining me in this. Maybe some of you are here and you're going, you know what? I have not yet come to that place of going all in with Jesus. You know, the truth is God has gone all in for you. He gave you the best that he had, his son, Jesus. You didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. We all sin and fall short of the righteous standard of God, but God loved us so much. We know the scripture. God so loved the world that he gave. And what did he give? His best. He didn't just give a second best. He gave us his son. And in view of that, man, when you think about that and what that means, there's really only one way to respond. And that is to give our lives back to him. And maybe you have never made that commitment. Maybe you've never come to that place of surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. But today you'd say, pastor, I know that I'm not where I should be. I'm not in relationship with God, but today I wanna be in a right relationship with him. Pastor, please pray with me. If that's you and you're in the room, would you just just slip up a hand? I'd love to pray with you today. I know I'm not where I should be with God, but I wanna be. Thank you back over here. Anybody else all over this room? Those of you that are online, if that's you, let us know in the comments or send us a direct message if you don't wanna comment there and just let us know so that we we can be praying with you and we can help you to take those next steps. 
And here's what I want us to do. I just want us to pray this, everyone praying this prayer together in support of those that are surrendering their lives to Jesus today. Everyone praying aloud. Dear Jesus, I confess I am a sinner. I fall short. But I thank you today that you gave your all for me. And now I give my life to you. Forgive me of my sin. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. From this moment forward, in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, can we just give the Lord an offering of praise for that today? You prayed that prayer. We would love to, to help you take those next steps. How many of you here today, though, would just say, you know, as we go into this Thanksgiving season this week, you know, the truth is maybe I need to grieve some things. I need to, I need to write some things down. I need to let some things go. Or others of you may say, you know what, I just, I want to be more grateful for what God has done for me. If that's you, would you just join me in lifting your hand to just let us know, to signify that today. Can we do this? Can we just lift up both of our hands today to the Lord? It's just actually just a way of expressing our gratitude. It's not just that we're thankful. We are outwardly expressing it by lifting our hands and lifting our hearts, lifting our voices. And right now, even, even as your hands are lifted, could you just even out loud or maybe it's just in your mind, but just begin to thank him. Those things that you wrote down, just thank him for them. God, I'm thankful. God, I'm so thankful for my friends that are here today. I'm thankful for my awesome church. I'm thankful, Lord, for my family, those that are in the room and those that are online. And God, I'm thankful, Lord, God, for their support and their love. God, I'm thankful that you've blessed me, Lord, with an incredible church family. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful, Lord, for God, for this year, Lord, how you have provided for every need that we have had, that even in the middle of all this, that all the financial needs of the church have been provided for. God, I'm thankful, Lord, for my staff and just the friendship that I have with them. And God, what they offer and what they bring to this church congregation, I'm thankful for that. God, I'm thankful for the people like Peter that you have put in my life, Lord, that have made a difference. Lord, I'm thankful for my family. God, there's so many things that I am thankful for today. God, I just pray, Lord, as we express those things, God, I pray that there would just be something that would happen in our hearts, Lord God, that it would just lift our spirits. In fact, God, I just pray over every one of my church family today and all of our friends in this room and online. God, I pray blessings over them in Jesus' name. God, I pray that this would be the most blessed Thanksgiving season that they have ever experienced. God, I pray that there would be peace, Lord, in their families as they gather together with family. And God, that there would just be peaceful relationships there. God, I just pray... Lord, that they would enjoy rest during this time. Those that get some time away from work, God, that they would be grateful for that as they have it. And that during that time, there would be a peace and a rest in them and on them. God, I just pray financial, provisional blessings on their lives as well. God, we just thank you. You are so good. We're so thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, one more time. Just give the Lord praise. <laughs> 